Hey, this is Noah Hovland with the Creative Startup Podcast. I'm here today to tell you what creative startup means, why I'm starting this podcast, and to give you an idea of the vision behind the podcast as a whole. So to start off, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about myself, a little bit about my story uh, to give you some context for why this uh, podcast is super important to me and why I think this could really have a great impact in the music industry. So... I am first and foremost a producer and musician. Music is my passion. Music is what I got into first as a kid. I was homeschooled, so I'd always play guitar, learn to play piano. Um, and once I learned theory, I kind of started teaching myself stuff. And that's kind of was my first love, I guess you could say. I really, really loved playing piano and guitar. And that led itself into my brother and I building a stage in our basement actually one year when we were I think 10 and 12 and uh, so we mowed lawns all summer we hauled our butts to pay for this thing and we made a little over a thousand dollars if I remember correctly and we bought lights and sound system and wood and built a stage in our basement I don't know what our parents were thinking letting us do that but uh, we built this stage and Anytime I had free time, my mom never let us be bored, so I would find myself down by the stage taking apart our setup, you know, un uncabling our mixer and then redoing it, and I would try to find better ways to do it, so I kind of found this love of tech, this love of gear, of, of setting things up and tearing them back down again and setting them up again, and that's what really led me to start producing, and so... Finishing up high school, kind of going into college, I really felt that production was the road to go. And uh, I already had a couple years of college under my belt from high school, so I continued into production. And that's what I'm currently finishing up studying right now is music production and business. Uh, and both of those things are super important to me, uh, both music production and music business. They're kind of the focus of my career, the focus of my ideas and what I'm doing. Because I think they both really express two different sides of music. You know, the business is there because it needs to be there. And many people just see it as that. Many artists just see music business as it exists. It has to be there. So what? And then production is another thing that sometimes gets overlooked. It's a little bit more artistic and sometimes people are more tuned into it and they care more about it. But sometimes it gets overlooked as well. But they're both super essential. And although they might feel like auxiliary things to the actual art, or they might feel like add-ons to actually making the good music or making the good art, without the business and without good production and tech and all that knowledge, music and good art just doesn't happen. And that is why in this last couple months, or I guess this last year you could say, I've really taken an interest in business and entrepreneurship because I've realized that music and doing what you love and making money and having a steady income don't have to be two separate things. You know, anytime I tell people I want to make a lot of money and I want to work in the music industry, you usually kind of get this laugh like, haha, buddy, you picked the wrong industry if you want to make a ton of money. And that kind of makes me sad because I think music is valuable to people and I think art is valuable to people. Uh, we just need to find a way to 
express that value, to allow them to express that value, and to help us creatives, us artists, producers, musicians, and graphic designers, and web designers, and entrepreneurs, all of us, to actually make money doing creative things that we love. Because it scares me to think, you know, the music business doesn't make a ton of money right now. Uh, the, the photography industry isn't making a ton of money right now. A lot of these creative industries aren't making a ton of money. And some people say, well, that's fine. People will always make art. But that's not true. If people can't afford to make art, if people can't afford to pull together the resources necessary to create something beautiful, then we're not going to get anything beautiful. And so I'm starting this podcast because I want to interview musicians. I want to interview entrepreneurs. I want to interview business people uh, and creatives and find new ways that they're making money. I've been really inspired the last year or so just looking at some of the artists who have really rose into prominence. Uh, for example, Chance the Rapper or Oh Wonder. I don't know if you know Oh Wonder, but Oh Wonder. Uh, just using kind of different unconventional ways of working in the music industry. And that's really encouraging for me to see. Say, instead of complaining about, oh, the music industry doesn't make as much money anymore, there's not as much money to be had, it's so hard out there saying, no, it's just different out there. And there's new ways to do it. There's new different ways to do it. And there's people all around who are trying new things. And those are the people I want to bring on this podcast. So I have to admit right out of the gate, this podcast is almost a selfish thing. I really, big reason why I'm starting it is because I just want to get people in here who know a lot more than I do, and I just want to ask them questions. <laughs> uh, I'm not doing this to tell you everything I know. I'm doing this because I want to ask questions of people who know more. I want to do some book reviews on here. We're going to look into books that give new ideas to the music industry, that give kind of practical advice as well. We're going to look at new albums and music and the way that it's being released and the way that it's being pushed forward because I think that's so important. And we're going to look at other areas of art as well because I don't want this just to be limited to musicians. I want all artists because I feel that I feel a deep passion that business and art need to be together. Entrepreneurship and art need to be together because people aren't paying a premium anymore for art. So we can't just kind of, oh, yes, the money will come and I'll just do my thing. It doesn't work that way anymore. So, yeah, that's what I want to do. I want to learn from the best. Learn from the best examples, the best writers, the best people in the music industry right now, how they're working around the troubles they're finding and building beautiful things, doing great, beautiful projects that we all enjoy. So, to kind of delve into the subject matter of today, now that we've kind of understood why this podcast exists and why I want to make it, um, we're going to look at a couple practical steps that you can take today, tonight, whenever you're listening to this, to kind of get you going in the right direction as far as music <clears throat> and business goes. Now, this advice and these systems that I'm going to give you, they're, they're not my own. They come from lots of entrepreneurship books I've read, business books, biographies, stuff that really shows you how people have achieved greatness. And uh, we're going to kind of delve into those subjects of greatness and what people have done to get there. 
So, I think everybody knows that in the music business and the art business, you kind of have to have an edge. If you're just putting out really generic stuff, nobody's gonna really care. Unless you're like the best at putting out generic stuff. I mean, like if you're like the Ed Sheeran of putting out generic stuff, then people care because lots of people buy your records and you make a lot of money. But there's a ton of people out there who can sing and play just as good as Ed Sheeran who aren't making any money, who can barely, you know, live off the tips they're getting at the bar at night. And so you have to have an edge. But with that being said, you can't just come up with what your edge is going to be. You can't just figure out, oh, we're going to wear fancy costumes or we're going to do this or we're going to do that. We're going to write our music this way and we're going to perform on a laptop and we're going to you can't just come up with an edge. So today we're going to talk about how you come up with that edge by setting goals, by making a mission, a mission statement. And I know that's obnoxious business talk, but a mission statement is key. And how you use that to develop your art to its next phase, which will help you make money. I promise you that. So write down your goal with the timeline, make sure it has a timeline. Make sure your goals have a timeline. So what I mean by this is, you know, a band might say our goal is to play bar gigs twice a week, make a little bit of extra income for our families, and uh, enjoy a night away a couple times a week. That's a great goal. That's a super attainable goal. I know a lot of people who do that, and I think that's really worthwhile. You know, going and playing bars, you're doing what you love, you're making good money. If you're playing at a nice bar where people aren't super drunk, you're probably having a good time. Um, but maybe your goal is to get on a European tour. That's that's always been one of my goals as a as a tech, as an engineer, is to get on a European tour. Now, it's not one that I work towards right now because I got a lot of other stuff that I'm prioritizing, but maybe that's your goal. And so if your goal is to get working on a European tour, don't say that you hope to do that one day if that's really, really what you want. If you want to play bass for a European touring band, well, then one, you better be playing your bass a lot, and two, you better be connecting with the right people. You better be finding the right connections. If you're a graphic designer and your goal is to build websites and apps for Apple, don't don't spend all your time working at the coffee shop down the street. So, so it's th- this basic goal setting. Let your goals define your next step. And I know I'm just throwing have your goals out there, have your goals, I'm just throwing it around. But this might be a big deal for you. So a lot of people have never thought about their goals. Until this last year, I never really thought about my goals. Or I realized that my kind of tentative goals in the back of my mind were way too small. So to give you an example, I sat down and wrote, you know, in 10 years, I will be 30. I hope to be financially independent meaning I don't have to go ask someone for a paycheck anymore. I want to be an influencer in the music scene in New York and in Minneapolis, the city where I'm from, maybe London and Paris as well. 
I love it there. And I'd love to be an influencer in a place that I love. Then I put other goals on there too. Like in 10 years, I hope to be in a a healthy relationship that makes me a better person. In 10 years, I hope to be around people that I like. Not people that drag me down. But that 10 years is the key. Because it's really easy for you to say, oh yeah, I want to go on a European tour. Or I want my band to you know, sell out shows in LA every time we go through. Or I want to be a graphic designer with Apple. Or I want to you know, get my art placed in the city's art museum, the modern art museum. But if those are your goals, they're really, really easy goals to just blow by and not care about. You know, because you always got to pay the check. You always got to pay your rent. You always got to pay your mortgage if you have a mortgage or your car payment or put gas in the fuel tank or, or you know, pay your Netflix. <laughs> and it's always, always easier to do those things. In fact, uh, Dale Carnegie, no, it's not Dale Carnegie, Napoleon Hill makes a point in the book, The Think and Grow Rich, is that your brain will automatically do the laziest, easiest thing. So if you want to do something other than the lazy, easy thing, like collect a paycheck, pay your Netflix, pay your rent, and keep on going with life, dreaming about doing something big, but never really doing it, If you want to actually do something big, you need to retrain your brain. And you do that by setting your goals and then you sit with them. Every day you look back at them and you let those become a part of who you are. You pretend like it already exists in a way. You know, so when I look at my goals and I say in 10 years, I don't say in 10 years I want to be financially independent. When I read off my goals, I say in 10 years I will be financially independent. In 10 years I will have influence in Paris and New York and Minneapolis. See, because it it makes it a reality in your brain, so it no longer sounds unattainable. It sounds like something that's just going to happen. I love Kanye West once said, I forget what song it was, but in his line, his line was, for me, giving up's way harder than trying. And that's what happens when you convince yourself of what you want. Giving up will become harder than trying. So the first step to developing your edge is have that goal. Be clear on what you want. Because if you're not clear on what you want, you don't have an edge. You're just another guy. You're just another songwriter, singer, graphic designer, whatever that might be. So, stop being productive, quote unquote, being productive until you're clear on your goals. Stop just hustling until you know what you want. And I don't say this just lightly because I don't want you to stop hustling. I don't want you to stop working really hard. Uh, So keep working hard, but don't work so hard that you don't have time to be clear on what you want. You know, if you need to take a couple less shifts at the coffee shop or a couple less shifts working at the corporate job that's holding you down right now, if you need to, to rein back a little bit, maybe watch one TV show less. Or maybe make one less song a week, write one less song a week, or have one less rehearsal so that you can sit down and be clear on what you want, be clear on your goals. Make sure you do that. So step one, set goals. Step two, 
until you're clear on those goals, cut back so that you can be clear on those goals. I encourage you to hustle as much as you can, but make sure you're hustling in a direction because it's really easy for us to feel good, feel like we're being productive by just doing a bunch of stuff, but that's such a waste of time. You don't have forever, you don't have eternity on this.